We are so excited to explore this huge Canon ship. It's one of my favorite ships. I am in this ship. We are exploring Harley and Joker today. We have Troy Baker joining us. We have voice director Amanda Wyatt and comic book artist Chad Harden. So cool. And did you know I played the Joker one time? Um, I do now, and I mean, that's nice. <laughs> I mean, it's no, it's not a Troy Baker Joker. It's not. Troy is amazing. Yeah, he's um, but wow, what a, what a great shift. This is going to be a really fun show. Let's hop into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop into it. Let's hop into it. <laughs> Let's hop into it. With a little, little effects. Luke, you can put a little, the ship it show. <laughs> hop into it. So this is all I have is just the, you can't tell if I really love it or if I'm just like, I like it. Maybe there's something gastric happening. Dude. Welcome to the Ship It Show. Let's get this show started. We are so excited. i um, been waiting a long time to explore this ship and I called my friend oh, Troy and said, hey, if you were on the show, what would you want to do? And he said... Don't ever call me again. Why would you or, call me? Or, <laughs> or he said, Holly and Joker, which I was like, hell yes. And so we're so excited to have you, Troy. Oh, hell yeah. Say hi to the world. And hi please, to the world. And please, please tell everybody where they can find you on social. Oh, my God. Where can you find me on social? I has anybody hit to Clubhouse yet? Are you like? Mm -hmm. Are you like? I I I'm I'm really digging this, and it feels it to me. It feels like the Soho House of social media. To really, like, oh, you have to be nominated, and you have to be, <laughs> and we're super pretentious, and it's just a bunch of Hollywood people that are smelling their own farts. Yeah. And then I get in there, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is really. I picked up that phrase, by the way, from someone leaving me a YouTube comment about me. And I'm like, well, I'm going to steal that. Like, that's a great thing. Like, Troy Baker loves the smell of his own farts. I'm like, I don't, but I'm going to use that phrase. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm most active on, I feel my age with Instagram. I feel like I, I, I want to be more active on Instagram. And there's just too many barriers of entry for me. It's like, I, yeah, I, I'm a storyteller. I want to tell a story, but I don't want to take a picture and then draw on it and then type on it and then flip it flippy with the and the links and all it's it's a lot of work for me but i do i, I like to be a practitioner of words and so twitter is kind of like my my, my go-to i guess um but it's the most vitriolic i'm gonna be the weirdest guest you've ever had mm -hmm. i think yeah, and yeah i'm saying that and have. greg sipes is one of the hosts <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love all that and you are good with words. So I try thank to you be for joining us today, my love. Okay. Um, then we have an awesome special <gasps> guest, Amanda Wyatt. Um, for those of you who don't know, I think actually you gave Troy his first Joker. Is that true? Damn straight. Yeah, it was. Do you know how long ago that was? Yeah, she was on 13. 2013. I had to actually look please. I heard you say, uh, tell us where to find you on social. I was like, shit. Uh, what's my Twitter handle? Uh, I, I just, yeah, it's um, Amanda underscore Wyatt, the O. Um, yeah, and on Instagram as well, but I'm not really sure. I would say that I'm like super out there on Instagram. It's, 
you're so gorgeous. Look I'm at like hair. 46 oh my God. years old and it's no, hard you're, for me to you're a stunning, you're a stunning woman. She's Not a Disney princess. She is a naturally stunningly beautiful woman. Do we yeah. want to talk about that? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Wait, wait. We need to introduce one more guest. There's one other human here. I think, Troy, you might get a little bit geeked out when you hear who he is. I'm Chad Harden. Chad Harden. I, uh, I drew Harley Quinn for the comic books for uh, DC with uh, the New 52 relaunch and also the Rebirth relaunch. So... Wow. You did? Yeah. Yes. You want yeah, to hold gotta... some of your stuff yeah, up? Yeah, sure. You're so I... talented. Wow. Here's, here's our, this is our collection of our first graphic novel. And uh, so this is <laughs> Harley's big reappearance. Uh, yes, designed by Amanda Connor. And then uh, here's our rebirth. Uh, right now in comics, the, the big thing is to relaunch the universe every couple of years, years. Yeah. so people can right so people can have a number one issue right and uh i'm i i, I think i'm still the only harley artist that has two number ones <laughs> oh, wow. oh. amazing so, amazing awesome. will you please tell everybody how they can find you on social i'm still on instagram because i draw pretty pictures and nothing else so uh Insta instagram harden underscore art and um i'm also on facebook it's really hard to find me. It's Chad Harden, or I'm not on Facebook, sorry, Twitter, uh, uh, Chad Harden on Twitter. And uh, anyway, I'm really hard to find that way because I use, <laughs> use my actual name, which is, which, which if I had to do over, I would have used an artist uh, pen name or something like that. But oh, well, I was old school. I never, I never thought that anyone would pay attention to me. So I was, I was like, oops. Oh, you well. never yeah. thought anyone would pay attention to you. Yeah, Are you yeah. crazy? <laughs> well, gosh. it just didn't occur to me for a long time. But then all of a sudden you get all the, well, when I started doing Harley, you get all these fans. Right. And I'm like, maybe this isn't a good idea to have my address. Do a little editing here. Share this. This is really so, for my kids' kindergarten. I'm, I'm getting a lot of mail lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys all so much for joining us today. We're so excited to explore this ship. It's like one of the most canon ships ever. Mm. Um, and um, I see. played Joker one time. You did? Have you really? On what? Yeah, I'm just remembering that I did play Joker in the Imposters shorts that Cyrenielli created, and they were amazed. They were twisted. We did about four or five little shorts. I remember and it, those. I and it was the the Imposter shorts, and it was basically really violent. It was basically, um, you know, the Imposters of Joker and was it was it Batman sh killing each other? All the different versions of the Imposters killing each other, and I got to play all the Jokers. It was oh, twisted. Cool. Wow. Greg Sipes is like this mystery enigma that just kind of like the ether and Greg floats into the studio. And then I was always intimidated by you, dude, what? because, oh my God, so much so. And oh. I didn't, I didn't know. I was like, is he, is he, I don't know what he is. Should I try to understand? Should I seek to understand? <laughs> but there's always like, there's, there's like, there's like, the, the the winds would change and the barometric pressure in the room would change a little bit and you just hear like Greg's vibes is about to about <laughs> and Greg would just kind of come in and they do his thing he's like he's not gonna be talented like I get it he's a snack he's not gonna be and he, oh fuck and he's talented too and he can act and then you find you're a musician and then you're just and then and then as I start delving deeper into like my whole philosophical rabbit hole 
I get one session with you where we like get into it and then quarantine happened. <laughs> and you Just as we were starting to connect, I know. <laughs> I was like, I was starting, I was starting like, to be like, I love this brother. Like I, I, I went up to the mountain and then it was just a mudslide and I slid all the way back down. And I was like, well, but here's, here's the best totem of the impact of that final conversation that we have. And my driveway is an I3 right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love to hear that. You know, oh um, my I'm on God. my third one. It's the best electric car you could ever get. Did you get the backup gas generator? That was, yeah, that was the, that was the entryway into Greg's side. I was like, I said, you have the I3? He goes, man, it's the best car I've ever had in my life. I was like, I've been thinking about getting one. And then it was just like philosophy and esoteric thought. And I was like, ah, oh, this is what I should have been doing for years. <laughs> instead of I, I think this is the first time in Ship It history that someone's what? cut on the show, come on the show and they actually ship Greg Sipes. I think it's the first time. <laughs> yeah. Ever happened? Well, I'm honored. I truly it's a big am. Day. It's a big day. For Thank you. you. It's an auspicious day. I think was, all was, kinds of things are aligning right now. The full moon brought in a lot of good energy. I want to know: is this a quarantine beard, or is this just like, oh, it's Monday, and I just had like, how long is this for you? This is. I mean, nothing I'm would hairy, surprise dude. me. Do you, I'm guys, hairy. do you guys want to get a room? Yeah. I mean, uh, the, you do. You, you're cuter than ever, by the way, um, <laughs> Troy. Oh, uh, I have to attribute it to my diet. Um, your okay. hair grows very quickly if you're drinking a tremendous amount of green juice or uh, basically um, chlorophyll oil and water. Tara and I's uh, friend actually taught us that our doctor friends, oh, cow, C-O-W, chlorophyll oil and water is how you build healthy blood. So the healthier your blood is, the more blood you're producing, which ultimately makes your hair grow so fast. I'm already naturally like a monkey, a human monkey. But like with, with this kind of diet, it's it's like my hair goes quick, man. Wow. And I love it. Did you know a beard really helps protect you from all kinds of it's like a filter well, as well as, sure. as as well as it's your antennas. And they feel chicks, it's, chicks love to grab on it's it. It's where you put well, your Well, I was food. about to say it also could, for some people, it could be a great filter for people who don't want to be around you. Like some people like but it's weird. Women are are oddly <laughs> attracted to beards. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, wow. Troy. This is, this, is, this, is, this is not how I saw this show. Do started. you want to know the story? I don't know. Amanda Wyatt, I don't even know if you know the story. I am just derailing this. No, you're every... just taking over. By the way, no one's been able to accomplish that. I think Greg likes that we found someone that could shut me up. I like yeah. that Tara's a dominatrix, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks and stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. Um, yeah. Flashback, 2000... 11 maybe 2012 yeah. 2012 um so last of us had come out and i was down at san diego comic-con with a lovely british gentleman named pause and pause says meet me for a drink and i say okay because it's comic-con and that's what you do mm -hmm. and so we went to the gas lamp somewhere and uh we had a we had a drink and he goes uh you went in for an audition I should rewind. I go down to Amanda Wyatt's spot down in Venice and I, I go in and there's just a character They they, they haven't said that it's Joker. I think the characters on the, on the, on the breakdown was, was Jack. Nobody got the sides beforehand. You walked in, you picked up the sides and you saw what you were reading for. 
and everybody had different slotted times. And I looked at this and there were three scenes. One was from, I think, Batman the Animated Series. One was um, from, uh, I guess it was, one was The Killing Joke for sure. But one then I was think, The Killing Joke for sure. Yeah and, yeah, and that was like the third one. And so I walked in, I was like, so are you guys going for like a, a Mark Hamill? And everyone like freaked out. Like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? We're not talking about the Joker at all. I was like, well, it's clearly the Joker. Like we can all, like, I, I know the text. We can all discern. <laughs> it's like, you know, and they were like, well, I don't know. And I instantly, I said that dawned on me today. Someone was talking about the imposter syndrome. And I'm like, that's a misnomer. It's not the imposter syndrome. A syndrome is a disease. Typically it's a genetic or de degenerative disease. Imposter syndrome is a misnomer. It's actually just the imposter symptoms because you have the symptoms of it. And typically it's because, as they said in Top Gun, your ego's writing checks that your body can't cash. And I think I had been doing that so much that I'd believe the hype about myself. And now is about to be put to test where there was literal text in front of me that was a challenge. Can you do this? Here is the person, here's the character that literally propelled you into this industry and you have an opportunity to do it. Can you do it? Perform right now. And I figured I had one shot at it. And they had set up a camera because they wanted to capture some facial expressions. And they said, what do you want to start with? I said, killing joke, because you may stop me. <laughs> but at least I'm going to get these words out because it's one of my favorite graphic novels. And I was like, I want to hear that monologue spoken aloud. I never had. It's just been me as a kid and a dork in my room reading that. And so we went into it and I just did it down the barrel. And that was it. I left the audition and freaked out. And Gordon Hunt had some great advice. He said, don't let the audition be the last thing you do that day. Have something else. Go get some ice cream. Go see a movie. Go, go hang out with a friend. Don't let that audition because you'll pine about it. So I leave and I didn't have anything else planned to do. And I just wondered about that. Cut to a couple months later or a couple weeks later. We're down in San Diego Comic-Con having a drink with Paws. He said, they're going to offer you the role. And I was like, you know, man, I just feel like right now where I'm at in my career, that's not exactly because instantly I'm filled with fear and I, I, I don't want to do that role because I'm afraid that I'm going to really fuck it up. Really? And I didn't know that story. Terrified. I was terrified. And pause was like, you should meet with them and you should say, yes, you're an idiot if you don't. Yeah. So they offer it and I say no. And then the second time and then Ames Kirshen, who at the time was was president what? of, of, uh, Warner WK. Brothers Games mm -hmm. calls me into his office and says, meet me at the office. I was like, okay. And so I drive over to the office and I, I go up to his office and I sit down and he turns the monitor around and he shows me my audition, the videotape of me auditioning. And he plays it back, which is the most uncomfortable thing for an actor to ever do is to actually watch back their audition. You're like picking it apart going, oh, that shit. Why do they, why? And I was like, look, man, you don't have to rub this in my face. I get it. I'm bad. He goes, that's really good. I was like, thank you, Megas. No, you don't get it. We think that's really good and we're really smart. <laughs> I, I was see. like, okay. And he goes, you need to get over yourself and you need to do this. Mm -hmm. Trust us. We're not going to let that. We're, we're really invested in this game. We're not going to let it be bad. And so then I find out that Roger is going to be Batman. And Roger and I walked into every session thinking it was a joke and walked out of every session going, I mean, they're going to fire us, right? And it wasn't until <laughs> we were in London for the announce, like the launch of it, the launch event for Arkham Origins, that we would have fully expected them to go, 
All right, let's go ahead and bring out Batman and, and Joker real quick. On his, uh, Roger, Troy, you guys stay still. We have Kevin and Mark. We're going to be totally fine with it. And we walked down. They were like, this is our Batman. This is our Joker. And I was like, well, I guess it's real now. And I, I learned a lot from that. And it's, it's, uh, it's been one of the greatest things. But I, there were there so many sessions. I, I love that you're here, Amanda, because there's so many sessions that, like a, a standard session is four hours. And there were some sessions where Amanda would be like, I'm going to call it. And we're two hours in. We have a lot of work to do. But she's like, you lost it. You're not there. And it, it made my, before I took the role, I, Mark and I had the same agent. And I was like, I got to know if they offered it to Mark. And because I'm not going to say yes if Mark said no. And that's happened a couple times. And Mark has told me, he's like, I really appreciate that. It's like, that's, that's me honoring the legacy of what you've done for this role and for me. And Amanda took care of me because what she saw was someone who really still felt the need to impress everybody in the room. <laughs> and she could hear it in my voice that sometimes I needed to, to take a break. But man, I learned a lot. I learned a lot during that role. So I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, thank you for letting me take over for a second. But I, <laughs> I wanted cool. to. That's well, a I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you how you got the part. But now we don't have to do that. So You were in my um, first session. Uh, I was? Yeah. You and me. And it was it was that that one of the most defining to me Joker Harley moments. And, and you of all people know the history of, of that role and how it's it's was non-canonical that became canonical because it was such a beloved character that was born out of the animated series from everything that Bruce and Alan were, were doing with that show. And this giving Joker his Robin, giving Joker his counterpart was, was one of the most, that was 30 years in that that happened, you know? Um, and it's such a beautiful move. And so you were my, you were my first session and that, that incredible monologue, um, about, you know, I get to hear you, which I'm, I've heard you do Harley and it's just not fair. Um, because especially someone who, who has so much love and affection for the animated series, you're, you're her. <laughs> and yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy. Like we're all fans of the things that we, we do. And then there's people in this industry, like, I don't, I never got a chance to work with Mel Blanc. Um, I never, got a chance to go to Hanna-Barbera, but like there, there's, there's like some of those tenements that I, I didn't get, but I, every time I step in the booth, Frank Welker freaks me out. Every session I've ever been able to do with Mark Hamill freaks me out. Kevin freaks me out. And I got to shake Hanna-Barbera's hand or Bar Mr. Barbera. Oh, Joe's no. really? Was that, was that who it was Tara at the yeah, old Warner Brothers yeah. animation? It was mm -hmm. Mr. Barbera. He would, he would come visit. wheelchair, he mm -hmm. would be wheelchaired in to the yeah. studio and I got to shake his hand one day. Wait, here's another little fun fact that Greg, like, don't kill me. I think we've only met like once in an audition. How is that possible? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's no going kidding. on? I got on, the, I got on the call and you guys are already in it. And I was like, how are Troy and Greg not best friends? Like, I'm shocked at that. And then I've been watching some of the shows since Tara texted me about it. And I'm like, all right, what's this about? And I'm like, yeah, I remember Greg and I could be wrong, but you came into Warner for like one audition and same thing, Troy. Like I was like, this Greg site's coming in. Like, I don't really work with it. And I'm kind of nervous and yeah. And that was Aww. it. And like, we not work together. Isn't that weird? 
You think I, like we all work yeah. together all the time? I it's know. a pretty tight knit crew. It is. It, it is unusual if you didn't like if if someone says to me, "Oh, um, my friend does a lot of animation." Okay, what's his name? Da blah, blah blah. Never heard of him. So I go, "They don't. They don't do a lot because we do all know each other." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that person. <laughs> no, I, don't. I haven't heard of no. But it is. It's a very small knit group. I yeah. I want to hear Amanda. I I love your audition story, Troy. I, it's mm. it's mind boggling that you said no. Voice actors never say no. Yeah. So it's mind boggling that you uh, you did and. and of course, I want to talk a little bit more about how we really second guess ourselves and get in our way. And, and like, actors are just, they're so wanting to perform their craft at the best possible level that they were put on this earth to do. And the idea of putting something out there that's not that is like devastating. And I also freaked out stepping into Miss Quinn's booths a lot. Yeah. I really did. Mm -hmm. So, um, but before we get into that whole mind space, I just want to hear from Amanda, her perspective of of casting Troy and the first time you worked with him and what that was like. <laughs> well, it wasn't the first time we'd worked together. No. I remember I mean, the on, first... on the Joker stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Joker stuff, we just knew that, I mean, I remember now that you bring up this story, Troy, I do remember your hesitation. And I remember you, I think even at game on approached me going, uh, what? <laughs> so why, why isn't the big guy doing this? Yeah. Right. In all, you know, honor to, to Mark, he was like, what well, did he? And I think I was probably at a position where I couldn't talk about it. Yeah. Just, just, just audition. Um, and it was a younger Joker, right? Because it was the origin story. So it was, it, it, it you know, I think Paz had made that commitment that it was going to be a different take on things. And so I think your questions, if I remember correctly, and, and quite frankly, everyone's question was, well, am I doing his version or am I doing my own version of it? And that was, I think, where... I thought what you did was amazing because it honored it. It, it honored it at the same time. It, it allowed it, you know, some some breath to be what Mark has made it right. So I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Troy's you, amazing. I, I, I would love to underscore you. You gave me some brilliant advice, and I I, I want to make sure you don't gloss over this. What what really helped me is you framed it this way. You said if Mark was a laser, you are a fire hose. And it's the same amount of energy that Mark's version had been able to hone over time and it's matured. Yours is just the wanton spewing of energy. Right, right. He, is, he was that in helped tremendously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was coming into his own still, right? Yeah. Um, but what like kills me about Troy's like he like one day would play Joker and then like the next day he'd go over to play the bat in another mm. gig, which to me that just just shows your talent it's crazy he's got talent that's uh -oh. for sure Look out, everybody all those people on the internet were wrong there really was a lot of focus during that whole production of making it his own yeah, yeah. you have to do that if there's a legacy yeah. performer who can who is capable of doing that job why aren't they doing that job Hopefully, right. like Troy said we ask we find out if it's a money thing if it's not a money thing and you you want to go a different direction it's it's a big deal to honor someone's um, origin and how their voice first came to life and making it your own. And, right. And you and we're also damn conscientious. We want to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a big yeah. deal. It's not a little deal, by the way. And and we know this. It's a big fucking deal. It's Harley and Joker. Like, it's is yeah. it the same thing though, Chad? Like, if if you're 
like that's the whole point of an artist, right? Is is to find something different. So I don't know if if that really scans with you. It it is and it isn't. It's really weird. It, like they always tell you, your art directors, your editors always tell you, they're like, okay, never copy this other artist because um, if we wanted to hire that artist, we could hire that artist. So all, they, they they want you to have this unique style, but at the same time, they, it's almost like they want you to fit in, especially um, since Jim Lee's like been, you know, one of the higher ups at DC. There's a lot of people like, okay, you know, this is great. Um, see if you can make it look like Jim, you know, you're like, ah, okay. Um, and, and my style's very, uh, much more cartoony than, than, uh, Jim Lee's is. So it, it, it's a weird dichotomy. I'm, I'm just grateful that they gave me the chance to do the book. Um, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor were the writers mm. and, uh, they had their friend, I believe Fiona Staples, who they asked and she was busy. She was on another book. And they just went to the portfolio site and they saw what I'd been doing with, uh, I've been working for DC for probably 12 years before they asked me to come aboard and, and on Harley. And uh, they just approached me out of the blue and I had, I had grown up on the animated series. So when they asked me, I was like, yeah, you know, like, hmm, yes. I would be honored. Yes, I could possibly uh, <laughs> yeah, put that yeah. in my schedule. Yeah. Right. And, um, but it was really interesting though, because DC, uh, has sort of adopted like this really dark tone with all their books. And, and even, even in the movies, like um, their movies are very dark and very serious, especially lately. I would almost since, you know, the Tim Burton uh, movies and uh, much more darker than, than Marvel. And when Jimmy and Amanda started writing this book, they immediately just went for the comedy. They're like, okay, we're going to pull every, every laugh we can get. And they just went completely crazy with it. And I, it was like getting paid to play in, in recess. It was a lot of fun, but um, yeah, it, it's just, um, you, you definitely always want to have your artistic style and you want to stay true to that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you have to have the versatility to where if they come to you, you can say yes to any job. And um, that's what I tell my students too. Like, I'm like, you never, you never wanted to say no. Uh, you always want to say yes. And, and then if you don't know how to do it, <laughs> figure out how to do it on the fly. The lesson is say yes. Yeah, say yes. You know what I love so much about all these conversations is it's mm. so true. Like we grew up as fans of these characters and this whole world and we get to play in this world. We get paid to play. It's like we're, we're all so blessed that we get paid to do what we love. It's just yeah. what a gift. Yeah. That's just such a gift. My yeah. gosh. Um, and I don't know. I, I love the killing joke when you talk about dark and, and yeah. I loved the movie so much. I love the movie so much. It was very controversial, but. I love doing it so much. Uh, Troy. I was like, uh, my killing, my, my copy killing joke, I think it was just right well, I wanted to ask you what yeah. your favorite, um, what your favorite Joker you've done, what what your favorite iteration version oh my God. game that you've worked on that really touched you and was like, oh, I could die tomorrow. I mean, you never forget your first. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, <sighs> I remember the first movie that I did. Um, I don't believe in regret. Um, I, it doesn't serve me. I, I, as I get older, I, I look at it and I, I say, wisdom to me is there's a lot that I would have done differently, but I wouldn't change a thing. And the the truth of that 
the, the notion of it had always kind of been there, but the truth of it for me was uh, when I have my boy and I've, I will announce to the world that I have the coolest kid ever. And I, I've, I've met your kids. <laughs> I'm like, I love your kids, but my son is awesome. <laughs> and uh, if there's any choice that I made, if there's any success that I uh, had could have attained or if there's any failure that I could have avoided, that would have resulted in him a, a hair on his head being different. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and change it. He's perfect. So being able to understand that my entirety of my life is, is culminated in him allows me to look back at my, my, my failures and, and the moments that even I still cringe about when I first got into LA and I, I, I felt like I had to prove to everybody why I was in the room. Um, all of that, I look back and go, man, I, that taught me so much, but I, I, as much as I cringe, I wouldn't change it. But there's so much that the, the first go around, I was so scared about um, not living up to my own expectation of what I wanted it to be that I think I, I couldn't see it. Um, and, and, you know, as an actor, I always want to just be in that moment and, and not worrying about what is marketing going to do and how is this sounding? And it's just... Is there is there a moment that we're crafting? Is there a moment that I'm in that's authentic and and that's what that's what makes people want to pick up a, a book to read or or a controller to play? Um, and I think I was too wrapped up in the trappings of holy shit! I can't believe they're letting me do this, as opposed to just the fact that I was doing this. But can I say? Can I say sure. just to cut you off, Troy? Because Please. like you and Tara both, I just I know this is you know this is for the fans. And I, I am an outsider in terms of fans. You know, I don't go to cons and I don't interact with fans. Um, but I have to say that you two both take such great care as to how your roles perspectively um, uh, are given to the public. Like, like nobody else. I mean, really, Tara has offered a gajillion times to do like, I'll go to the con and I want to dress as Charlie. Make me a costume and I'll be there. And I'm always like, could you just please make her a costume? Because it would be amazing. I'm like, you guys are oh, I ask all the time. I'm like, get me that one. I want to suit up with that one. Every game we're on. And I'm like, I don't know why you're not doing this. This is like. I know. And, and Troy, right. And Troy, I remember towards the end of the game, you, I guess what I'm trying to get across is like, you didn't go in and do your day job guys and be like, PS, I'm done. You were having meetings, wanting to figure out how is this going to be rolled out? What can I do to facilitate, you know, this, is there any press that I can do? And, and just wanting to get out there and connect with the fans um, or version of these characters. I think I just appreciate that um, I appreciate you saying that and and actually that was going to be the next question when you go to cons have you um do you have a favorite story of someone dressed as Joker or as a couple of Harley Joker um and Amanda for you think if you've seen any of that stuff or received any weird fan mails about like those two together and Chad maybe for you like um if you've been to a con like your favorite con moment where people are dressed as a character that you drew. There's got to be so much. I, mean, I know. That's why. That's why I said pick your ships. favorite. I said pick your favorite. Okay, Troy. Right. Uh, me first. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can pick my favorite. Um, New York Comic Con, 2013. Uh, I am in their essential Hall H um, 
with Eric, Ro uh, Roger, um, and we're there to do the Arkham Origins panel. And I'm, once again, trembling backstage. I don't get nervous, especially <laughs> in front of people. Like, I, I live, that's where I live. We are performers. I love being on a stage. I'm way better in front of, like, 500 or 5,000 than I am in front of five Same. or one. Isn't Oof. that weird? Same. No, it's personal. Like, I can track your eyes. I can yeah. see if what I'm saying yeah. is resonating. So I'm backstage. It's actually even more, it's wild if you're naked in front of a lot of people. It's a whole other feeling. Like, you know that from experience. That's not just a notion. Like, I, I can tell that's that's experience that speaking right that there. Happens. You should try it. <laughs> it's, all, it's always so wonderful when Greg has something to say. Yes. The contribution to the, to the conversation. Oh, yeah. I, you missed the one where he was teaching people naked. how to poop. Teaching people how to poop. No, oh. I kind of want to know. No, because no, maybe no. I've been doing it wrong. No, it's like you have been doing it wrong. No, man. So sorry, Nothing I needs to come this. out of there. <laughs> okay, we're not doing this again. Okay, the Troy, so about the nose. No, no, no. All right, no. So I'm, I'm sitting no, there. And I'm, no, I'm, now I'm, he's pooping for you. On top of the toilet. I'm backstage, <laughs> and I am. I'm nervous because I know I'm going to get out there and I know that so far I've been able to kind of avoid like people. I was like, can we hear a little, can we just get a little bit of the, we just want to get a little bit. I was like, you know what? I'm going to save it for the game, everybody. <laughs> and Eric comes up to me and he's the lovely Scottish fellow. And he goes, all right, this is the perfect time for you to go outside and we're going to give him a bit of the wee bit of the voice. I was like, you know, man, I just feel like um, we should probably just, you know, wait. I don't know sure that's in best service to our game. He's like, what are you afraid of? And I said, uh, I guess it was just the, the 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 poignancy and the directness of his question. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm really scared that I'm going to go out there, I'm going to bomb it, and that people are going to hate me as the Joker, and they're going to hate our game. And he goes, oh, is that it? He goes, <laughs> we made a great game. I don't think you could cock it up. <laughs> oh, like, great line. He's like, get out there and give the people what they want. And right. I was like, you're right. He was like, let me help you set up for success. And I was like, it, this all started with the killing joke. I was like, can we, can we go out there and do that? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I'll set you up well. And so I had it pulled up on my phone and I knew it was coming. And if you, I, I, I'm always like loosey goosey on panels, doesn't matter where it's at. I'm great. And I am preternaturally quiet. <laughs> And I'm looking out, and it's nothing, of course, in a, in a Batman panel. You're going to see three things. You're going to see a Batman, a Joker, and a Harley in every seat in some various form. You may see Cesar Romero's. There's a shit ton of Heath Ledger's. There's, there's all of them. There's a cornucopia of Jokers. And it's spotlight on me. And I get that first line out, and it's crickets. Hmm. No one is saying anything. And I, it, <laughs> you can see on my face, I was like, this is it. And so I just look down and I finish the entire thing. And there is a moment of silence of Schrodinger. I don't know what just happened. Am I done or are people good? And it just exploded. And Roger was the first one to clap. I'll always remember that. He was the first one to clap. And it just <laughs> exploded in, in uh, applause. And I was genuinely taken back by it. And what nobody there knew was that, at least for that moment, that 13-year-old kid that, that got beat up in school and rushed home every day to make sure that he was in front of his TV at 4.30 to watch Batman the Animated Series, that looked at the, the credits scrolling past on the screen and saw that Kevin Conroy was Batman and Mark Hamill was Joker and put it together that somebody gave people a job 
to be able to do that. And that's what you wanted to do. The, the, the 38-year-old was not in that seat that day. In that moment, it was the 13-year-old. That was the justification of all that going, it gets better. So if, if there's anything that I could pass on to somebody is like, if you're sitting in, in that's, that's you, you're that 13-year-old, there's a moment that stands as evidence that it gets better. You just don't give up. So that's my favorite moment. Hey, you know you're gonna do it. you know you're gonna do it for us right now, right? Oh, you know the killing joke. I think I think you have to do it. Come on, try. Don't you guys think he has to do it? Yes. What's so funny is now you know people are. I'm not hesitant to do the Joker. Joker's fun to do. It's fun to go off script. That's why I love that we have these today. But the um, uh, what's funny is is there's there there are characters where I'm like I don't I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do certain lines with certain characters. I don't know if you guys are weird about that. Um, but let me see if I can find this real quick. Cause I don't want to, I almost want to go grab my copy of it, but someone else give theirs and I'll come back to it. Okay. Um, Amanda con story. Oh my gosh. So like I said, I don't go to a lot of them. I'm like opposite of Troy. I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I like one-on-one -on -one. that's why I think I ended You're up with like the perfect job I honestly like, <laughs> lots of people scare me and I went down to that con that Troy was talking about mm -hmm. um where pause was there and that was the last <laughs> gone to one are you serious oh, wow no, for realsies because I just there were so many people and I it's just it's like super overwhelming to me um, but what I was so impressed with and like my, my, my jaw was on and I, I did a panel with Fred Tattashore and, um, and Roger that day. Uh, and that's why I was down there, but never having been before my jaw was on the ground at like the detail <laughs> and the appreciation yeah, that the fans gave to every single character. I mean, I, I was like, I literally like, was like, how do you? so much time to put that together and then people are going no, no no they make that they make those outfits they do this themselves or it's just it's it's mind-blowing to me and the fact that now and that was kind of before twitter and instagram and all that stuff right and so now you have that on the daily on the hourly where people can appreciate your work i, I just it's uh yeah and and pay homage to like what you guys have done it's, it's just super cool to me. I, I like, love cosplayers. They're the best. Amanda, They're I like one-on-one -on -one too. You do? That doesn't surprise me about you though. <laughs> yeah. But he you're just, a performer as well. I mean, I like, used to be a performer. I was on floats and stuff in front of hundreds. And now I'm like, I don't really, I don't, uh, unless I'm waving. I wait, you were actually a Disney princess? A literal, literal Disney princess. Stop literal it. Disney. I thought you were just being adorable. This is an actual thing. Dead serious. I love okay, this about her. Uh, where, can you tell us that story, please? That's oh, cool. God. Troy Baker. <laughs> Troy love Baker. You. Oh, we're getting that I was, story. Mm. I was a Disney princess in Japan for wow. uh, almost a year. I was Alice and Ariel. And what? Yeah, pictures. And I, we, we need to see pictures. We are going to definitely oh. need pictures to share with the internet. There's a ship it show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a ship it show. We gotta have them. I mean, you know that there's actually, yeah, there was, there's ship it that goes on between Disney princesses and princes. Oh, I can tell oh, you that much. Wait, yeah. No, yeah. We're sure yeah. about that. And prince and princesses. 
Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I never knew that story. That's a great story. Did, did you ever? Well, well, did you? Did you? Play? <laughs> I dated. Wait. I dated Prince Charming. <gasps> That's what I was wondering. I dated Prince Charming. Yeah, and then Prince Charming cheated on me with Snow White. <gasps> and I'm not even Dish. kidding you guys. Dish, baby, come on. I'm not even kidding you guys. Snow White was, we were backstage in the green room and I found out and I got really pissed off. And I was in my Alice costume and she was in a Snow White costume and we. <gasps> you guys got in a fight? Shut up. Wow. Disney, Disney nope. princess Rip that fight. Ripped that tiara right oh, off. I'm not kidding you. I'm not. <laughs> and we were literally fighting. We were fighting. Like reprimanded big time. Whistle for your birds big now, time. bitch. Whistle for your birds. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were fighting over Prince Charming. And we were fighting over Prince oh Charming. Oh my God. Oh, legitimate, legitimate story. One of the best Disney stories I have, I think. We gotta we gotta do that ship and have we you will come do, back on. We will do a ship for sure. We'll have a we Disney ship. We should find the Prince Charming. We should. Oh, oh you wanna oh, know where he's at. Okay. Okay. This she would wants be to know fun. We gotta do that. Stalker. <laughs> the Prince Charming in the timelines. Is it true you stripped Snow White while you were dating Alice? Oh God. Um, that's a great story. Thanks, Amanda, Troy. track him down. Let's get him on the show for that Let's show. Let's get him. Yeah, yeah, we'll get him on the show. But what people don't probably know, because we didn't even say, is that you are now a voiceover director, and you are absolutely one of the best. You do all the biggest kick-ass video games. You're an absolute pleasure to work with. I, it's like it, you, know. you make it fun and enjoyable and real and authentic. You can be yourself, and you let everybody play, and you're also awesome at feeding us information without making us feel like idiots and you're one of the you're one of the good guys so where's hey. amanda been my whole life he just wants a job just ignore him he just wants a job. Um, <laughs> i love i love this when you're doing something amanda's tracking with you she goes <laughs> my favorite ever watch the face the face, the face. oh the face. it's so cute you so know you always know where you stand with it with amanda yeah yeah, great. I just got so spoiled. I got so spoiled with Andrea Romano being my first voiceover director and directing nice flex. And, and, and so, legend. the legend Andrea Romano. Yeah, so many yeah. shows I got to work with her as my director. I got spoiled. Not that there's other there, that there aren't others that are great, but it's like, you know, yeah, I guess I got spoiled. Do you know there's another contact <laughs> I've never met, Andrea? What? Oh, Come on. Yeah. Legit, guys. Never. And then like, oh, no. that's too bad. She's this has got to happen oh for me gosh. because Angel. I adore her. Yeah, she's a all of the work at she's ever done. And I'm like, this is just lame. I see you guys seriously. When I walk into something like, I don't know, it'll be someone's birthday party. You know, someone's having a big to do and everybody's there from the voiceover world and she'll show up for a little bit of time. And I'm like, there she is. I'm going to meet her tonight. <laughs> and then she like leaves. I'm like, damn it! Oh, you're on a so cloud, cute. you know, like, with Greg. I hope she hears it and like calls me up because I'm gonna be like, please, uh, 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 yeah. No, no oh, you're yeah. so cute, fan girl. She's a queen. Yeah, she is. yeah she's a goddess. She is. She is. Um, yeah. Okay, Chad. Any good uh, people dressed as something you drew, maybe, or a fun con story? It's it. You know, it's really funny. Um, because when we changed when we changed Harley's outfit for the new 52, there was actually a lot of uh, Batman the animated series Harleys. You have to you have to like you said you have to classify them. You have, just like you have the Heath Ledger Jokers and the sure and the Jack Nicholson Jokers. So you you have you have your Harleys and and the Batman the animated series Harleys 
really hated me. And yeah. I, I mean, there were some times where I'd be at a show and they would come up and they're like, why did you change the costume? I'm like, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm out before you jump the table and, you know, choke me out. You know, I'm working for a company and they're giving me art direction and, you know, and, but it, yeah, I, I have plenty of crazy stories. With it's right. Them. We've ruined a lot of childhoods. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but, but I, I get it. And I, people ask me all the time, they're like, well, what's your favorite Harley? And I'm like, well, of course my favorite Harley is the Harley I grew up with. You know, and 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 sometimes that that makes other comic creators mad. They're like, "Well, you know, you got to back your Harley." I'm like, "No, I don't." You know, it's just like it, it's like it's like Superman. You know, the the first Christopher Reeve. Oh, well, only friend. one to me. He's the only right. Superman. You know, and, I mean, I can't right. I can't even watch another Superman. That's and it, also uh, I hate to say it, but Batman too. I can't watch another Batman other than um, Homie. Homie, <laughs> <laughs> who? Adam West, no, no, Kevin Conway, Adam West. I was like, what? Okay. No, I'm talking yeah. about Michael uh, Keaton. No. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> if you're like Michael George Clooney, Keaton. man, I can't do it. Val Kilmer. Oh, that's like, course. that's it for me. <laughs> no, I, I erased all the other ones. Michael Keaton is the only. Batman I saw a Batman movie. with nipples, and I was like, that's it. This is the Batman that I've been waiting for. <laughs> Michael oh Keaton is the only Batman in my world. Got it. Got it. Wow. You know when people dress up at cons and stuff. Um, Harley Joker is one of those pairs when they do cosplay together as couples that like they actually live their lives as these people. They go on dates yes. as Harley Joker. They have Harley Joker weddings. I mean, they I've seen Banks. it with other ones too. They yeah, they kill people. <laughs> Robbing, and and they're so so sweet. I I met this um, couple at a a grocery store, and the girl had Harley hair, and her boyfriend had like green hair, and I walked by, and she went. <gasps> Right, and I went, "Hi, you cutie!" She's like, oh, oh, oh. She's freaking, <laughs> freaking out. And her and her boyfriend live as Harley and Joker, like they live as this ship. It's like really every, important every day. Mm -hmm. This so is really, their, yeah. It just speaks to people. Crazy love. It speaks yeah. to people that that crazy. Amanda, when you were as a princess, your Disney princess, did you wear your outfits when you were hooking up? No. Oh my God, Greg! I'm just Once curious. You had sex as Alice in Wonderland. You're a sicko. No, no. An actual sicko. Come on, tell us the truth. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, I don't know. You know, we're going to find your Prince Charming and we're going to get the truth out of him, okay? Okay, okay. Amanda? okay. Mm -hmm. please do. Please yeah, ironically, the prince did though. That's what's weird is he was like, I have to be in character in order for me to achieve. Like, okay, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you ready to perform for us, Troy? Are we going back to that? I think <laughs> so. You thought you were going to get right. away without no. doing that? Okay. I'm happy to. Memories can be vile. Repulsive little brutes like children, I suppose. <laughs> but can we live without them? Memories are what our reason is based upon. If we cannot face them, we deny reason itself. Although, why not? We are contractually tied down to rationality. There is no sanity clause. <laughs> so when you find yourself locked into an unpleasant trade of thought, heading for the places in your past where the screaming is unbearable, remember, there's always madness. Madness is the emergency exit. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Yes.
I just dude, it's fuck, it's, dude. Are you kidding me? That was insanity. You are like, you channel the the Joker spirit for sure. You should play the live action version, bro. There's, oh. there's like one that I I I wouldn't mind. Like there, so there was a different um, mocap actor that did for Arkham Origins just for the sheer necessity of of the the work like batman had to be six seven and, and destroy yeah, things yeah weren't and... they up in like montreal too montreal. i can't remember yeah yeah so the guy what they would do is they would record us and then play it back on stage and they would mime and what that the guy's physicality to do i was like i can't i don't know if it's my age or what but that guy does yoga like he can move <laughs> in ways mm-hmm. that i can't uh, but it would be fun just to do that. But at the same time, I I like the anonymity, and I, I like that we get to to hide behind. Um, it's more of a partnership, right? It's, you, know you know what? We should just do a video just for fun of all of us playing ourselves, you know, on camera as some of our favorite characters. Just like for to hear your pitch. Just your script, man. What do you have in mind? What do we have? Here? <laughs> I'm putting that out there. We are all going to make a video of us playing ourselves on I, camera. Any day of the week and twice on Sunday, I will be the Joker to your Harley. For yes, sure. yes, I call For this sure. a very triumphant episode. Um, okay, uh, we have two more things to do before you let okay. everybody go. One Greg's is gonna poop. Greg's stupid game. Okay. Wait, did you want to learn how to poop correctly first? No, 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 no. Please, okay. Troy, no, no, you don't want this. There's don't fan, want this. by the way, there's fan art. <laughs> There's like a graphic novel, like a clip that shows you how to do it correctly based on my directions. So oh my you can look gosh. it up. It's a ship it show. Uh, Greg Sipes, how to poop correctly. Like, <laughs> I'll send it to oh you. But, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening uh, again. Okay. Wait, Tara, who, who was it that I was explaining to? Who was it that I was explaining to? Um, Jesus. Who was that? Well, Kari said that you had walked in on him pooping and one of the writers on the show pooping and you got into their stall and showed them how to poop. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back to my. (laughs) (laughs) You're a crazy fucking. Greg. Crazy crazy dude. You know that, Sipes? I am. Okay. (laughs) Ship, Mary, kill. Someone from the world that uh, you know, the Joker, Harley Quinn world. Ship, Mary, kill. So you yourself is answering this question. Okay. Who Troy would ship? Who he'd marry? Who he'd kill? in this DC universe that we all get to play in. <sighs> okay. Man, I could be, oh, I could go crazy with this if I wanted to. I would, sh- <laughs> I'm gonna go one obvious. Okay. I would ship Harley. I would marry Bruce Wayne. Mm. Mm-hmm. Financial stability, right? Right. You don't have toys. Toys. We all know why. He just wants. He just wants. I know he's bad, man. I don't want to marry, but I would kill Gordon. Ooh. Oh, really? Because I know what that would do to Batman. Mm. I would kill. I would kill Gordon. It's never about killing Batman. Batman's the toy. I want to play with him. That's why. What does he do to Barbara? push that button so i would kill gordon just because i know that would crush crush him I already did I already did robin and that just gave us more robin so i don't do that you're you're like a really oh, dark you're a dark yeah gordon person. don't ever kill you kill gordon 
Twisted, man. Twisted. Like year one, Gordon, too. The one that you really loved. <laughs> You're like, oh, I understand you. You're not the guy with the phone in the office. You're like the person that's a cop that's yeah. divorced. Yeah, but uh, you're also killing my dad. So stop talking about that. Well. It's a true story. Um, Chad, shit, Mary Kill. Oh. Good, I, good one, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um. Great game, Greg. Great game. I love yeah. It. Yeah. Way to put me on the spot. I've been married for 25 years, so I'm going to go with the safe answer. Kill your wife. <laughs> no. It has to be in Absolutely the DC not. universe. DC. Uh, it has to be in the DC universe. Okay. Um, well, Wonder Woman. Um, oh, okay. Ship Wonder Woman. Okay. Ship Wonder um, Woman. <laughs> oh, jeez. I... I, I'm mad that you stole Bruce Wayne because the financial stability. Marriage of convenience. Uh Lex no, not Lex. I couldn't do that. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. and then um kill. Well, Give me a beast boy, bro. I got a lot of yeah, that, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I would have to kill a villain, I'd probably kill Doomsday. I mean, that's pretty epic. I mean, Superman couldn't take him out, mm. but Chad could. Right. I like that answer. So, okay. Amanda. Okay. Uh, ship Prince Charming. <laughs> ship would be Harley. Because I, okay. I think just, yeah. Because everybody's got, every chick's open. got a dark side. Every she's a sexy a, bitch. Yeah. Love I just her. like. I ship Harley. What are you talking yeah. about? Ship is Harley for me. Um, Mary would be Wonder Woman. Right. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I just love Wonder Woman. And then uh, Kill, I think um, I think you played this. <laughs> I don't like Two-Face. Oh, <gasps> what? Yeah. Something I, about I, him. And you did it, right? Try yeah, yeah. yeah. Something uh, about Two-Face. Breaking my heart. Yeah. yeah. I just don't, I don't know. And that was really, really a dark one. I remember us doing that. Um, so yeah, I'd probably put two things. Cause like Penguin's got the charm, you know, I just, I'm like going through all the villains going, no, I, I kind of like that. But like Two-Face, I don't know to me. It's I never like, found Penguin charming. The only, the only maybe version Maybe it's just of... no one. <laughs> well, there's that. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's the one that, I, the one that I love, the the Penguin version that I love is, is uh, from Telltale's Batman and there's there's one idea that that was floated around that I can discuss now because the company's defunct. But uh, it was we chose to focus on on Oz as the character in the same way we focus on Bruce in that particular story. But Oz Oswald Cobblepot Oz and Bruce grew up together and were like you know went went to like college together cool. and everything. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, and so they leaned into that and there's a moment between Oz and Bruce where Oz was like, I really care about you. And Bruce was like, yeah, man, he goes, I, I really, I really care about you. And Bruce goes, oh no. And like spurns those advances. And that sets Oswald off on his path. And is the mm -hmm. reason why he becomes the penguin. The reason why he goes back after right. Bruce and Batman. I was like, <gasps> that's what? Right. What a I love great David pitch, right? Penguin. Huh? 
Danny, Danny DeVito's penguin. Travis Willingham put it best. He was like, did he just put coffee grounds in his mouth just so he could continually just like have black shit coming? But on paper, that's who you get. It's like, we need somebody to play the penguins. Like, I mean, we're first and only is going to be Danny DeVito, right? So like, who else are we going to get? Amazing. Um, You love Tim Burton's Batman. Me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I didn't even know Tim Burton did it. I just like. Like Michael Keaton and Danny. <laughs> hey, hey, Troy. <laughs> what? We're going to read a couple famous love story scripts together. Okay. As okay. Jar- Joker and Harley. Okay. Greg, do you have it? It's, it's better if um, Amanda reads the direction. Okay, as, Amanda, uh, will you read the stage direction? Yeah. direction? I'm going yeah. to do the sound effects and the sound please design. Do. Oh, please yes, do. Please. No pooping. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Interior, living room, night. Joker oh. enters. Harley is seated on the opposite side of a room full of people. Hello, hello. I'm looking for my wife. Harley looks up, robbed of words. Stunned, she does not move. Okay, okay, okay. If this is where it has to happen, this is where it has to happen. I'm not letting you get rid of me. How about that? He shares a look with some of the other women. She's not going to say a word. Neither do they. This used to be my specialty. You know, I was good in the living room. They'd send me in there. I'd do it alone. And now I just, I don't know. Joker looks down, taking a moment to collect his thoughts. But tonight. <laughs> so hard to not do. <laughs> Our little project. <laughs> But tonight I did a project, our company had a very big night, a very, very big night, but it wasn't complete. It wasn't nearly close to being in the same vicinity as complete because I couldn't share it with you. I couldn't hear your voice or laugh about it with you. (laughs) I miss my... I miss my wife. Fuck, I'm Fallon right now. I'm sorry. You're doing great. Amazing. We live in a cynical world. A cynical world. And we work in a business of tough competitors. I love you. You (laughs) complete me. Not just... Shut up. had me at hello. You had me at hello. So I didn't have to say everything else after that because I really went vulnerable. I saw my <laughs> jab. <laughs> so this... Shut up, Puddin. That was awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. All I could think about was that Pat Oswald bit where he's sitting with his brother at Christmas. <laughs> his brother oh, shouts, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And never think about that movie the same way. Okay, we have one more, and we're not gonna say what this one is before. All right, okay, understand. Um, and you'll do the stage direction, Miss Amanda. I will, okay, okay. Interior cabin day, Harley and Joker enter the room. It's quite proper, I assure you. This is the sitting room with this light, too. What don't artists need good light? 
This is true, but I'm not used to working in uh, such uh, horrible conditions. Harley chuckles. Joker is distracted by a painting in the corner. Monet. Oh, you know his work? <laughs> of course. Look at his use of color here. Isn't it great? I know, it's extraordinary. Harley walks to the adjacent room and opens a safe. Bruce insists on carting this hideous thing everywhere. Hate that guy. Should we be expecting him anytime soon? Not as long as the cigars and brandy hold out. <laughs> Harley pulls a diamond necklace from the safe and hands it to the Joker. That's nice. What is it, a sapphire? A diamond. A very rare diamond. Mr. J? I want you to draw me like one of your French girls, wearing this. Can do. <laughs> I mean, all right. Wearing only this. <laughs> Good job, guys. I would definitely cast both of you. That was roles. great. <laughs> when I read this, I have one last thing like, to say. If for some reason. Should this night end in, I don't know, calamity, and you and I happen to end up on a long, big piece of wood, I want it said now, <laughs> plenty of fucking room. Don't worry, put There's I'll a scoot manner of I'll ways that we can lay on this thing together. I'll scoot over, put no worry, we'll go together on that door, you're no, right. No, I can't let you go, get, uh, get off, get off, get off. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. When was the last time you saw that movie, by the way? Uh, it's been a minute. It, yeah, I'd see it again. I liked it. I thought so, it was well done. Pam loves that movie. Oh, loves that movie. She was one of them. All, all in. We went to go see it when they put it back out in the theater. Wow. It's awful. <laughs> it is oh, really? 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 I mean, we watched it. We were like... Titanic. Titanic. Titanic was oh. like what saps we were. This oh, is a it terrible hold, it movie. Hold up. It does not hold up. James Cameron, wonderful feat. It is. It is literally like two and a half hours for you, like like thirty minutes of you waiting for the guy to ping pong off with a fan, <laughs> and then how long is is too rude for me to get up and leave this date and <laughs> go to back? Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny when you see movies later that you thought were so awesome? I couldn't wait to show my kids Total Recall. <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare the worst piece of shit no that is the worst movie ever. are you talking I about the remake about... with colin farrell because you're no, right about I was that say, it's still better i forgot than about yeah. the woman with the th with the three tits every, I forgot every about, guy like... every guy's like i mean yeah that's <laughs> it's not weird to me if it should be terrible, weird to me but it's not weird to me terrible movie sharon stone man what's your favorite movie of all time it's impossible i have a favorite i don't have a favorite What's How do you have a character? favorite movie? All right, what's your favorite movie? Defending Your Life. Really? I love it I so even, much. I could I watch it a million times and I cry every fucking time. And it's just, I don't even know what that is. What is it? Well, you don't know what anything is, so that's That's true. Well, I bet you don't know the movie. Oh. What is Defending Your Life? Yeah, what is that? It is Albert Brooks and Meryl yeah, Streep. Yeah, dude. And um, the concept is that you're here on Earth to learn, which I'm sure we all believe too. 
And the concept of the of this film is you're on Earth to conquer fear. And I when you it. die, you go to Judgment City and you get attorneys and you they play moments of your life and then they decide if you're ready to move on in the universe. It's a play. It's really good. Like That's it is, really it is good. a play. And yes, yes. Was uh, it 86, 85, 80, 86? In the 80s. Oh, was it early just, 90s? Uh, that sounds pretty good. Greg, it was really good. Yours? Yeah. Um, it's called Hawk. the Holy. It's called the Holy Mountain. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, are you serious? Yeah, Alejandro Hodorowski uh, wrote yeah. it, directed it, started the soundtrack. Uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono, or John Lennon funded it in 1968, and wow. uh, it's, to me, it, it came out in 1970. And it's the most beautiful movie ever made. It, it for me, it's a revelation, and it's a right. meditation. It's twisted, but oh, it's um, very. I was going to time cop, but well, I'll, I'll check <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah, you'd appreciate it. I think it's it's right. the weirdest movie ever made. It's super controversial. Um, I've seen Heaven's I, Gate. <laughs> you should check it out, The Holy Mountain. I, I found out about that movie from watching Jordorowski's Dune. Yeah, because. Uh. Uh, from a visual standpoint, I, I make my my concept art students watch it. They have to go watch it because you had Geiger, you had Mo Mobius, yeah. you had all these talented people working on the pre-production of that film, and I make them watch it. And I saw that he directed that film, and my roommate Kenshi and I we we watched it, and we just weren't high enough. <laughs> we were not, we were yeah, not high enough. I was, I was really stoned the first time I watched it. <laughs> it was funny. It was actually a funny story. Sirenielli. Uh, and Brandon oh. Almond came up. We were making, I forget what show we were making at the time, Super Robot Monkey Beam High Performance Girl for, for Disney. And they're like, yo, we got to come up to your house and change your fucking life with this movie. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever, dude. So they came over. They got me super stoned. They hit play. <laughs> and my life changed forever. I think a lot of, I'm definitely as weird as I am because of Hodorowsky's The Holy Mountain. In, in a lot of ways, as an artist, he, wow. he inspires I have to just watch need this. to be fearless in what I'm creating and putting out, you know, for better or worse. I love our group of humans here tonight. I feel like we could do a podcast together every week about a topic. Like everyone has such interesting perspectives. I, I love this little group and, that and, we got tonight. And different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Watch the Holy the Mountain. Okay, right. I'm into it. Okay. Don't yell at me. Get stoned first. I frightened okay. okay. <laughs> I'm into that. Does That's anyone totally want to else want to answer favorite movie question before we let everyone go? Who's yeah, man, so awesome that's come on. Oh God, guys, oh, man, it's like bubblegummy, probably. What? I, would, I, I was gonna say it's probably like bubblegummy, like it's like a date movie, probably like I fucking love Roman Holiday, like oh I yeah, Roman Holiday. That is a great film. Yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah, so like he is a little old for her. Yep, he is a little old for her. Yeah, but I love, I, I love. Why well, don't you just I give me a shirt I, back? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have one. I, it's impossible for me to. It, there, there's, there's so many know. movies that change for me. Name one. Dude, Godfather is. I could go <sighs> so deep onto Godfather. Yeah. Um, have you seen Coda? No. Have you seen the the, the, the Mario Puzo thing? Yeah. No, do I want to? I, I I bought it, but I haven't watched it yet. So I was hoping you'd seen it. And... Yeah, I go one and two, and then three is like I understand, but I just have I just need to see the the two is a far better movie, in, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. But but one is this is the one that Francis Copeland wanted to make. Um, but it it's one is just like 
what it does in tone. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark 2 is just like, it's a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know, different different movies for different reasons. That's why I love that there's, typically we don't have to pick down one. It's, it's kind of like whatever suits your fancy. Because I'm fancy. You're my so tea. fancy. All right, Chad, favorite movie? Visually, I love Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. My kid I loves love, it. Yeah, I too. love them visually. Yeah, yeah my kid me too. And, and you're talking about the, we're we're making fun of like Total Recall. You can go watch Blade Runner today. Yeah, Blade Runner. And the does visual hold effects yeah. hold up. Hold up. That's how beautiful and, that movie is. And the floating cars. It yes, all holds up. It does. Yeah. So and um, and and people grumbled with the sequel. I loved it. I love Ryan Gosling. I love yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah, visually. That's a great movie. Yeah, I can't wait for you all to watch The Holy Mountain because there's there's stuff in there. That, <laughs> there's stuff in there that you can't even. You'd be like, is that what fucking what planet is did they shoot on? I mean, a it's the biggest extravagant. It is a trip. Surreal fantasy film directed, written, produced, co-scored, co-edited, and starring Alejandro Jodorowsky. All right. Okay. The man. I got to shake his hand a couple years ago, and it changed my life. I'm still vibrating from shaking Alejandro Jodorowsky's hand. <laughs> I am. He's, and if he's, you like, he's 94 years old, still making movies. And he's oh. still making graphic novels, too. He wrote The Ink Call when he couldn't make... I have make, it right here. Do you? Or, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So Meta Barons, all that. Yeah. That's all him. So... Awesome. Can I ask a quick question? Has there is there ever a session where it's Tara, huh. Greg, Troy, and 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 Roger in the same room. Has that ever happened? Wait, who who all's in the room now? I just need to know. Well, maybe not you, because now I know you two don't know each other, but has there ever been a session where it's Greg, Tara, Troy, and Roger in the same room? Uh, no. No? There's been we, Greg, we got, Tara, Troy. And we have had Greg, Roger, Troy. I mean, Greg, Roger, Tara. He was on, yeah. he was on Ben 10 a lot. Yeah. Oh my God, Wait, weren't Roger. you on Ben 10? I did what? a couple of things on Ben 10. I hate Roger. He's, <laughs> he's literally the least the talented, <laughs> rude, too. Really, really, really One rude. of the most just like, if you catch him on a bad day, you'll catch, you'll catch a hand. What He'll a hit dick. you. He doesn't even yeah. deserve to live. Um, loves LA, though, like more than <laughs> like. It. He's so LA. Lo so he he's LA. probably the most I, LA person that I know. No. Like, I miss he's being like, I miss being in sessions with everybody. I really do. I know, yeah. dude. It's tough. It's tough. Um, but we've been really happy doing this and connecting, and the fans really love hearing about all the stuff that we love. And yeah, you this guys is really super love cool, guys. What you do. And before we let everybody go, yeah. I just want you to give um, um, money you know, an opportunity <laughs> to um, you. You all spoke so much about living your dream and getting to do it. So just maybe some words of wisdom to, for kids out there, or what Joker means to you, just to take us out. I blew my inspiration wad earlier <laughs> all over you. Um, <laughs> the, the notion that, um, that helped me the most is understanding that, that genetically I am predisposed to being a storyteller. So I need permission from no one. Like we were, we were telling stories before we could speak. Like we were trying to communicate our story from the foundations of when we climbed out of the caves. That's who we are. That's always who we've been. We've been telling stories and different people tell their story in different ways. Find the way that you want to tell your story and you tell your story. Don't let anybody else tell your story for you. 
Someone on Twitter can't tell your story for you. They don't even know who they are. They can't tell you who you are. Keep the pen in your hand and you tell your story. And tell it excellently. Don't half-ass it. Tell it all the way. I was on the phone with a mentor of mine today. And I said, do you think this thing is your magnum opus? He said, it always is. Everyone that I've ever done is my magnum opus. Otherwise, why am I doing it? It's everything nice. you're doing, right? That's some, that's some real shit. Like I, I got off that call and I was like, it was just a Zoom meeting. I was like, I want to cry right now. <laughs> Aw, I love that. Thanks. That's for beautiful, me. man. That's Thanks inspiring. I love that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Thank you. Amanda. You know, I have to like. Go. <laughs> no, I have to go. No, I have to say that you guys are inspiring to me. And I hope that the fans out there get that there's people like me who kind of stumbled into this job and I am so blessed that I get to do what I do every day and never would I have imagined that I would have been a video game voiceover director because they kind of didn't exist when I was growing up but the <laughs> fact, people ask me why I do it and I say because the people I work with are inspirational in a way even even with you Chad I bet I bet at some form of you always wanted to draw comics, yeah. right? And so now so, you're doing it, right? Yeah. Some form of Tara always wanted to be a performer. Troy as well, Greg as well. So to, if you're not one of those, that's cool. Surround yourself with the people that mm. are those people and they will lift you up and, and just enjoy like the ride that, that you're on. I mean, the devs, you guys can, I mean, the, the developers we work with with video games, like this is all they wanted to do, right? From their first Atari. And now they're sitting there with hoodies on and making games. And that's why <laughs> I never, I've never not liked a client. Like I've never gone, that guy's a jerk. Cause they are doing something they love. So that's my- With the exception of Roger Craig Smith. I knew, I was gonna Craig say Smith. that. I was gonna, gonna say Smith. the same thing. Yeah, there's him. He's just got a chip on his shoulder. Well, we're but gonna, now, you know what? We're going to have a Ship It show episode with Roger, and it will be the Roger show, and we'll just bring everyone on really quick to say why they hate him. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Doesn't it. work. Is it, I think is why he's angry. He just doesn't yeah. Doesn't work. <laughs> Never gets a job. Yeah. Yeah. I understand uh, his frustration. <laughs> you know, we have this thing where we, always, where we always pretend we hate each other everywhere we go, and he was at an audition, and I was after him, and I was telling him how terrible he was, and he's like, I don't, I don't think they know the joke. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Raj. Like just um, FYI. <laughs> oh, he's not terrible. He's not. I was kidding. I was kidding. Um, okay, Chad, your little goodbye message to all the fans. Thank you. First of all, thank you to all my fans. Uh, thank you for everything. Um, I live a charmed life. I get to do exactly like you guys said. I, I've wanted to be a comic book artist since I was 12 years old. People ask you all the time, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I was like, I wanted to be a comic book artist. And I am a comic book artist. And if you do want to go into the arts, just don't ever give up. I broke in when I was 30 years old. Most people break in when they're 18. I broke in when I was 30. Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't sitting around with my thumb up my butt. I, I was working other jobs, but uh, persistence pays off. Oh, so shit. just be persistent. Keep your head down, keep your shoulder to the wheel, and and always keep your eye on the prize and keep pushing forward. 
Yeah. You. Beautiful. Right. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was very, very special. I love Thanks this. Thanks for time. having me. Oh, yeah. Thank My you. favorite ship yeah. so far. You say that every episode. Every time. Uh, I felt special. That was an incredible episode. It was so meaningful and touching and fun and interesting. Did you love that episode? For me, it was very nutritious, uh, inspiring, beautiful, and I really enjoyed it. Definitely, like I said, it's one of my favorite ships so far. And um, <laughs> I think we should have them all back on. Like, it wasn't enough time. It wasn't enough time. We didn't even get into all the Harley Joker love relationship and it is such a beautiful love and I think that's why that show translated and it was so special so thank you guys so much for joining us and make sure you tune in next week when we meet all of my favorite Harley and Joker cosplayers I can't wait for that that's gonna be amazing because at Comic Cons you see more Harley Harley and uh, Joker you know people cosplaying more than almost any other cosplay I think it's I, I would say it's arguably the biggest cosplay couple ship at any Comic-Con, for sure. Pretty amazing. I feel, very, I feel very confident. Maybe we should dress up as Harley and Joker one time. I'm not scared. You could be like a beastie Joker. No, I literally, I played Joker in a, in a, in a couple shorts, but he's kind of like the Greg Sipe Joker. I know, but you, you were good. <laughs> I was great! <laughs> I was a great Joker! What are you talking about? No, you were, you were good. <laughs> You didn't even watch my performance. We got to go back into the archives. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'll find it. During this episode, we got to show the people my Joker just for a clip. No, nobody wants to, nobody wants to see that. Everybody. Do you no all want to see, see it? it? Everybody wants to see it. Play. Play the clip. No, they don't. Boom. They don't. They Troy don't. Baker's got nothing on my Joker. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. What's with the pointing today? <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> Everybody, make sure you subscribe, like, and follow us, The Shipping Show. Don't forget, I'm Greg Sipes. I play Joker in the Imposter uh, Shorts. And, uh, is we're that really, watch. is that, is that how you do it? <laughs> Dude, that's really terrible. Is that how you did it? Use it. Use You're it. You're so bad at Joker. You're a horrible <laughs> Joker. Don't Use ever it. hire Greg oh, Sipes yeah. as a Joker again. <laughs> I'm the Joker! <laughs> no, don't ever hire him as the Joker again. I hire him as the Joker. Ever. I've already played the Joker. I don't need to play him again. I know, but you exact yeah, you don't need to. Actually, maybe I will just <laughs> just for fun. I'll say yes when they offer me the role. They're not gonna. We'll see. <laughs>